Hello, hello, welcome back to the Chasing Heaven podcast. This is episode two, where I am going to explain training camp and just talk about some of the things that I have learned um, at training camp, since training camp, and even a little bit before training camp. So just all things training camp. To start, I'm just going to give a quick overview of what training camp was. So training camp is a seven-day intensive camp down in Gainesville, Georgia. So that's where their base is at. So that is where training camp was at. This is the first time that I got to meet my squad. We got to meet leadership. Um, So it was just a good time of bonding and really getting to know the people that I'm going to be spending the next 11 months with. There was also a lot of vision that was casted behind the world race um, as to like why the world race started and the purpose of world race and purpose of kingdom journey. And I'll get into that a little bit later. So the day today of training camp was pretty similar each day. So we would wake up about six. We would have to pack all of our things most mornings just because we didn't know what our sleeping situation is going to be that night. So we would wake up, pack all of our things, get ready. Um, we'd have workout at seven. We'd have temperature checks, 745, breakfast at eight. Um, every day we had a different country day. So that decided what food we were going to eat and how we would dress for the day. So we would have Africa Day, India Day, South America Day, Travel Day. So each of those days we would have Indian food. We learned about the culture of that country, right? We would dress culturally appropriate for that country. So just getting us ready for just the different types of food and different types of dressing and different, um, yeah, different types of living that we are going to be coming across while we were on the race. Um, after breakfast, we would have a session, we'd have worship, then we'd have debrief about the session, so just a time to ask questions. Then we would have lunch, we would go back into another session. Sometimes we would get free time, sometimes we would just have more sessions after that. And then before dinner, we would have squad time, then we would have dinner and then another squad time. So that really gave us a lot of time to um, get to know the hearts of our leaders, get to know our coaches and our mentors get to know one another well. There was lots of laughs, lots of games, lots of bonding, but also a lot of really good, um, just heart-to-heart time getting to know one another. Um, So that was all really good. It was a lot of information. The schedule was always very packed full, so it was a lot of stuff thrown at us and not a lot of time to be able to process. So one of my squad mates actually said it was a lot like a fire hose just getting so much information, and I 100% agree with that, but it has been really cool just looking back at my notes and getting time actually to process it and realize how much gold there was in that and how much I learned and how much I took away from it. So now on to what I've learned. Um, So one of the biggest things that I learned actually started probably about two months before training camp. I went on a prayer walk and I started thinking about the words that I say in worship. I started thinking about the terms, you are enough, right? We say that a lot. Or to glorify you in all things, or you are worthy of it all. Or you're more real than the ground I'm on. We say a lot of these things and normally and when we're in worship, we feel them. We are, we feel the presence and We're there in the moment, right? And those things are easy to say because we know how good God is. But then we leave that environment and we go to work and we go to our lives 
and we don't live the way that we say. And I got convicted on that prayer walk. And I just remember thinking to myself, wow, if I say that you're worthy of it all, that means you're worthy of every word I say. That means you're worthy of every minute. That means you're worthy of all the thoughts. That means you're worthy of all my time. And I was like, if I'm supposed to glorify you and everything, that means every word I say, every thought I think, all the time I spend, every action is meant to glorify you. And I just started thinking about these things and being convicted that I wasn't living out the way that I was worshiping, right? And I think that a lot of people live like this. And I know I've I mean, nobody is perfect, obviously, so we all live like this. But I just began to see that there was a gap in the way that I was living. And I had been praying and praying and praying, like, how do I get closer? Take me deeper. Take me further. And this is a huge step to being able to be drawn deeper, right? If is if I'm actually committing and being intentional about the way that I'm living. It's not about just reading my Bible and then going about my day how I want. It's about reading my Bible, having those words stick in my spirit and being intentional about the way that I'm living. And that isn't something that I was doing. So since that prayer walk, I have been trying to be intentional about the things that I'm listening to, what I'm watching on TV, what I'm watching on Netflix, how I'm spending my time. Because it's really easy to get sucked into culture. It's really easy to let culture dictate what's good and what's bad. But obviously culture and Christianity are not on the same track, right? They are not, they don't have the same end goals in mind. So we have to be super, super careful about not letting culture tell us what's okay and what's not, right? We have to be looking at the word. We have to be discerning for ourselves and being obedient to the convictions that we have. So this was my conviction of being intentional and about trying to bring glory to God in everything I'm doing, which obviously my conviction is not going to be the conviction of other people. And so that also made things more interesting, having to say no to a lot of things and really looking ahead and asking myself, is that going to be life giving? Is that going to glorify the Lord? And if it wasn't saying no to those things. So then having that and going into training camp with this community of people who are seeking the father's heart with everything they have in the same position of me of saying yes and laying down their lives and sacrificing comfort and sacrificing what they have here and sacrificing independence to go on this journey with the team. It just made an atmosphere of freedom and joy like I've never known, an atmosphere of chasing kingdom like I've never known. And so many of our speakers talked about the importance of seeking first the kingdom, like Matthew talks about, right? About the importance of kingdom over our own wants and needs um and just the fact that that kingdom is so much different than culture so kingdom isn't about winning right kingdom isn't about me at all kingdom is about serving kingdom is about me going lower so that i can help people go higher and so just this whole week really solidified the point even more that the way that i live the words that i speak my time is so much more than just what I want to do with my life and things I want. And it is all about seeking the kingdom and bringing the kingdom down and glorifying the Lord in everything that I do. 
so that point just really hit home um and it really is all about being intentional and being aware of the Holy Spirit around us and being obedient to the ways that he calls us to move, being obedient in what he calls us to say. Um, and when we begin to actually live like this and have this yes in our spirits and realize that kingdom is important and that being a Christian does mean being intentional with how we are living, right? It's not just this Sunday thing or reading my Bible type thing. It's literally stewarding our time and stewarding our resources and stewarding our giftings and stewarding what we say. One of the speakers then said, we're going to be wrecked for the ordinary, which I think that's such a cool thing is when we are starting to live out kingdom, we're not going to be so intrigued by culture because we're going to be wrecked for the ordinary. Right now I'm reading a book from the like the founder of the world race and he talks about kingdom journeys the whole time. And he talks about the importance of going on a kingdom journey and the importance of abandoning comfort and the importance of detaching and stretching yourself and going out. Because until we do those things, he says, we don't often give God the the time or space to work. Right. We say He's sustainer and provider, but we have everything we need. We say we depend on him fully, but we have a bank account that we actually depend on. Um, So when we actually are able to change our perspective on kingdom, change our perspective on how we live and how our lives aren't actually our own. And when we are actually wrecked for the ordinary, we start living a life that is not about us. It's not about um, what we do. It's not about what people think of us it's not about fear of judgment or fear of man it literally is all about loving people well and spreading freedom and joy to people so that is just an overview of like one big thing that I've been learning and that really has just been being ingrained deeper and deeper into my heart and into my spirit Um, and obviously it's something that I'm going to be continuing to work on um, every day and every minute. And it's not something that just happens in one second of um, me knowing exactly how to glorify him in all things. But it's something that I am excited to be on this journey with. Like, I am excited that the Lord has pointed this out to me. And it's one way that I can further my my own faith journey and my own walk with the Lord in this. Um, So that is probably just the biggest thing that I learned at training camp. There was a lot more about um, Holy Spirit, and we got to practice listening to Holy Spirit and just praying over people and giving people words of encouragement and doing the things that Holy Spirit actually told us to do. One word that really hit was somebody said if you can't live without it for 30 days and it's probably an idol and that was a big one um especially as I was thinking about like packing and what do I pack and being stressed out about how, how do I even pack for 11 months um that hit me a lot just because I think that there is a lot of things that I prioritize over um God 
um, actually before I even, like at the very beginning of this whole journey, I knew that I wanted to be pretty minimal about what I was packing and what I was taking with me. And of course, then let fear drive me to not do that. I didn't listen to that conviction and I bought a big pack and I packed a lot of things um, because I wanted to make sure that I had everything else everybody was bringing. I didn't want to be the weird person with only a few shirts and a few pairs of pants and not all of the things and cute clothes and all the pairs of shoes. So I let fear kind of control that decision. And then during training camp, was just convicted even more to actually hold true to the conviction that I um, had gone before. And so I packed a smaller pack and I'm taking only a 35 liter instead of a 65 and packing only the bare necessities. And I'm not going to overpack and stress about, oh, I need four of these things. Like I am trying to be really intentional about taking what I need for now and allowing room and opportunity for the Lord to work in in ways that he wouldn't be able to work if I came super prepared. Because in my mind, it's not about having all the comforts and it's not about being overprepared. It's about leaving the comforts. It's about learning dependence, learning how God can be provider and sustainer for this next 11 months. Because obviously, our culture doesn't provide a lot of room for that. Um, and you have to be intentional about a kingdom journey and about saying no to things. So I'm very expectant, um, kind of nervous, but excited for leaving everything behind for detaching. Um, just because I know that's going to be something that the Lord uses in big ways and is going to be something that stretches me and helps draw me into these bigger dreams and bigger visions that I've had and the Lord has given me for my life. Uh, another person talked about law versus grace, which was super interesting and definitely need to do some more research into that. Um, the same lady who talked about kingdom also just made it super practical and just of asking the Lord who is on your heart and what do you want me to do? Like it literally is that simple as we become more aware of kingdom and more aware of Holy Spirit. Then we start asking those questions all the time and just start being obedient. And all of a sudden life is ministry and ministry is life, right? We're going around the grocery store asking who is on your heart. What do you want me to do? We're going praying for people. We're going and giving people words. We're going and giving people scripture. Um, so as soon as our perspective is no longer on us and it's on kingdom and it's on how kind and good God is, then that is the life we begin to live. She also said, I don't own anything anyway, which that had a lot to do with the whole packing thing and what to give away and how to steward our resources and steward our stuff. It's like it's not ours anyway. So why are we so possessive over it type thing? Um, somebody also said we become what we become what we do or look at the same thing with just being super intentional about the words that we listen to and what we see on TV. Um, the Bible tells us specifically to guard our hearts and guard our minds and guard our souls. Like it's super important. Um, and we become desensitized really, really fast in our culture to things that we should not be desensitized to. Um, when we are watching TV or listening to music and those things have a way bigger effect on our souls and on our spirits than we 
can even imagine. So there was a time a year ago where I stopped watching movies and TV. And the amount of clarity I had, the decrease of weird dreams that I had, the more focus I had, it was insane. Um, and really just put into perspective how important that verse actually was that these things that we don't think are affecting us actually are affecting the ways we think, the ways we dream, the ways we talk, even if we don't notice it right away. It's this slow thing, um, even with like social media, right? It definitely affects us. And yeah, I'm ready to just be away from all of that. I'm ready for there to not be that option. I'm ready to not really have my phone. I'm ready to be intentional with my team of the ways that we are just living our lives in general. Um, and then one of the last things that I have been learning, last thing, I've been just reading through Exodus and Exodus 33, 12 through 21, no, 12 through 23, really has just been sticking out. And this is a verse that I'm going to be meditating on throughout the year. Um, and it's just Moses asking God to teach him his ways. And it's just this conversation between Moses and the Lord where Moses is being bold and crying out to God, like, teach me your ways. I don't want to be without you. And God saying, Moses, like my presence is with you and I'll give you rest. And Moses saying, don't send us if your presence doesn't go with. Yeah, if your presence doesn't go with us. And the Lord was like, OK, I'll do that. And Moses just asked plain outright, now show me your glory. And that, that I'd, has really just hit hard for me. Moses just is bold in approaching the Lord and saying, hey, like, show me more of you, right? And then the Lord passes him by. And I think there's just a lot to learn from Moses and a lot to learn from just their relationship and what both of them are saying and how both of them go about it. So I'm really excited to just continue reading through this and continuing to meditate on this um, and continuing to learn from Moses and just from his experience in doing something that he was uncomfortable with and the Lord growing him in it and him being then bold enough to just ask the Lord for exactly what he wants. So very excited about that as well. Um, so sorry if that was kind of all over the place. Um, obviously I have learned a lot and still am processing a lot and yeah, it's all over the place, but that's okay. That's just what was happening in my mind. So that's what you got. A little update of what is happening next. Um, I leave on Friday of the 6th, really early in the morning to fly out to Atlanta, Georgia. Then we'll go to Gainesville for lunch. I'll be in Georgia until the 12th. And then the 12th is when my team is going to fly out to Costa Rica. We learned that our placement was in Los Chiles, which is up north, um, way up north in Costa Rica. And we're going to be spending the month on this farm that works with at-risk kids and youth and also their parents. Um, don't know the exact details, obviously, of what we're going to be doing, but am just preparing and really excited for the opportunities that we are going to get with 
this placement and just super excited to get to spend more time with my squad and with my team because even after only being with them for seven days we just have this bonding connection and I'm very excited to just grow that and have that flourish and get to know stories and get to know hearts so um prayer requests would just be this um this kind of in-between time has been hard for a lot of my squad mates and I just having the door both doors open for something old and something new and this like in between has been interesting so just pray that we end well where we're at and that we also process the ending well when we get to launch that we're able to grieve the things that we're going to be missing out on um grieve the comforts grieve culture here just grieve all those things well so that when we go we are able to be fully present that would probably be my biggest prayer request also just preparing our bodies hearts minds soul spirits for this 11 months to come it's going to be hard it's going to be challenging we're going to be all extremely out of our comfort zones we're going to be being attacked a lot by the enemy just because of what we're doing so just pray for strength and peace as we go thank you for listening thank you for just taking the time to support and encourage and pray um yeah hopefully another podcast will be out after launch at some point just kind of explaining more about that um love you guys and catch you later